Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about the highs of The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, the lows of The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, and the trophies of The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. We'll have all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO, your weekly PlayStation conversation. That's Sancho West. That's Lightweight Gaming, a.k.a. Tegan, and I'm Greg. And of course, if you love what we do, please support us with the Kind of Funny membership on Patreon and YouTube. Uh, to get all the shows ad-free, watch, them record us li- or watch us record them live, and of course, get a daily exclusive show, The Greg Wave Log. Before we go any further, yeah, we know this monitor's blinking, all right? Barrett's been trying to fix it. We're working on it. Don't make it a big deal. God dang it. You can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without the exclusive content on YouTube and podcast services around the globe. Uh, Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. But let's start with the PSN message from you. Tegan, Sancho, how are you? Great. How are you? Excellent. I'm very warm. You guys are in colder parts of the country. Sancho, you look like you're ready to go out with Joel on a run right now. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, great. It is freezing in Texas. We're about to hit a winter storm and dripping faucets left and right. But yeah, this is definitely my Joel jacket. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. that. I appreciate you being on, on, on your mark for that. You're ready for this. This is the Last of Us review. Uh, of course, I know you both very well through the power of the YouTubes and the Twitters and the whatnots. But if people don't know Tegan, who are you? Well, as Greg already introduced me, my name is Tegan, but you might have seen me online as Light. Uh, you can find my work over on YouTube at Lightweight Gaming, where I do Let's Plays, reviews, reactions, that sort of thing. Uh, but typically, I put focus on story-driven single-player games, and I do 1st playthrough style videos. But for the very first time ever, I'm diving into the world of Soulsborne games, and I'm playing Bloodborne, which is Ooh! going about as well as you can expect. <laughs> um, but I'm loving it, and I'm very, very happy to be here. Well, I'm happy to have you. You know, obviously, you've gone in, you know... You did the minor leagues. You did the kind of funny X cast, but now you're here on the major leagues doing PS. I love you. XOXO. And of course you reached out because you know, you went off and got your own last of us code. You were all set for this. Uh, what is your history with the last of us? Uh, so I'm newer into the franchise. I didn't play the last of us until I started my channel. So I played the last of us part one and then part two and then part one remake. <laughs> and I did the <laughs> DLCs and all that. Um, so I'm newer, but I definitely love the series and, um, I'm learning more and more about the universe more recently. And now, Sancho West, you're just a, a little boy out in Austin, Texas, just starting the streaming thing. Uh, if people don't know, who are you? Well, Greg, uh, a little boy that's been at this for about 10 plus years. Oh, really? I'm sorry. I had the wrong <laughs> notes. I, I, I've never met you before. I've never met I've you. I've been remastered, Greg. This is me <laughs> remastered. Sandra West remastered part two. Uh, no, I, I've made countless videos on The Last of Us. Uh, I've made over a thousand videos, and particularly the more The Last of Us factions. Uh, some may credit me, Greg, for the ones where, you know, Jeff Grubb said, now that I've asked where is factions on the Kind of Funny's Game Daily podcast, then I may be the one responsible for factions actions being goner without well, me i don't know about that but greg but uh i've been doing this for 10 plus years i love factions i love the naughty dog world i've been intimate with naughty dog as a developer company been streaming with them been at the dog kennel things like that I know a lot of devs behind the scenes and more importantly absolutely love the world that the last of us has created especially the last of us show one thing i want to take this angle for the review greg yeah. is what does the last of us game like aspect environment atmosphere what is it like post a last of a show 
And that's the one thing I was I was kind of intrigued, you know, because uh, I don't want to get too far into the weeds here, but my this is the first time that my wife actually watched Ooh. me play the video game uh, after, you know, enjoying the last of a show. So it was quite interesting to hear her thoughts and experience that through her lens. Well, start me there. You know, PSN message for you is the thought starter. I have one here about the trophies, but I think it might actually make more sense to integrate when we talk about no return. So let's start there. What uh, You have your wife come in. She didn't consume Last of Us Part 1, I assume, as a video game, watched the no. HBO show, and then sat down to watch this. What did she get out of it? Because, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you're at home, as I know so many of you are, maybe behind the wheel of your UPS truck, going, why? Why are they remastering a game that's so new? They already put out a PS5 update for the PS4 version. Why, why, why? It's because they want everyone who enjoys Pedro Pascal to be able to walk into Walmart, buy a PS5, buy the, the part one that matches the blue of the system, buy the part two that matches the blue of the system. Get that blue and white box art, make it all make sense for why you just bought a PS5. Uh, yeah, great question. Actually, I didn't say much going into it, and she drew that conclusion herself. She said, I guess this is what they wanted to do for them, the people who just enjoyed the show, to actually in, enjoy the utmost best presentation that Naughty Dog has to offer, offer for The Last of Us. Uh, we got pretty far into the game. I mean, we, you know, I tried not to burn her out on it. When the first time I played The Last of Us Part Two, I no-liked it, and I finished it within like 48 hours, Hell which yeah. is a tall task to do. So this time I took it in chunks of two hours, three hours a piece. Uh, I've had the game for since the ninth. So we got pretty far considering, but uh, she tuned out on a lot of the gameplay aspects of it, the puzzles. And things oh, she and like you going prone under a car, <laughs> waiting for people to pass, looking, yeah. using listen mode. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, honey, I hate, I have to do it this way, uh, but I have to do it. Uh, listen, I got to get all these collectible cards. All right, there's baseball <laughs> cards everywhere. I got to get them first. I got to file Dr. Druckmann, man. I got to find <laughs> Druckmann. Uh, but no, it, it was more of like she really tuned in when, of course, when it got into the story, she had no idea what was happening with Joel poor poor Joel of course um that did not hit her and it came out of left field for her uh but I found it a very bonding experience I was looking forward to it's something that my wife and I have never done before in video games as I mentioned at the top of the show and it was I think The Last of Us is a great vehicle to do that if there's someone out there like that who has a significant other or somebody else in their house that has never played The Last of Us who just watched the show and, and she enjoyed where it was going, and um, I'm excited to continue going on that journey. Uh, but I think if what we mentioned, what Sony was trying to accomplish, it definitely did accomplish that, and she really did appreciate how beautiful it was in some aspects, the environment, but it was just the gameplay, which I, I have uh, notes on too, is like I feel, uh, which we'll, we'll talk more about of that, I feel like the gameplay could be, the pacing of that was kind of oof. You could feel it sometimes. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. There are times you're like... I really don't want to go to 20, 30 people here. I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to a Hillcrest. I don't want to go through these dogs. I don't want to go. I just want to get to the next story beat. Okay, fair enough. Tegan, doubling back to you, someone newer to the franchise jumping in. What did you think of this remaster of The Last of Us Part Two? Um, I was one of those people who I was like, why are we already getting a remaster? Obviously, we saw the the screenshots circulating social media of the two pictures that looked identical to each other. And I was like, I don't know if we really need this. Uh, as a remaster, I still don't necessarily feel like we did need it. But with the other content, which we'll talk about later, so I won't really get into now, I do think it ended up being... Um, more enjoyable than I was anticipating. Oh. Uh, but in terms of a remaster, I didn't really play much of the game because I do probably want to play some of it on my channel too. But um, I played enough to kind of see like, all right, how does it feel? How does it look? And it felt and looked the same from what I could remember until I played it on my husband's 77 inch LG. Oh, he's going to kill me if I get this wrong. LG C2. Yeah. yeah <laughs> when yeah. I played it on there, it looked much, much better. But on my computer monitor, that's just, I don't Ow. even know. Well, that's your it problem using a PC monitor. Get out of here. What are you talking about? No, I play on console, but I use a monitor because for recording, I can't have the big TV. Yeah, no, I, I am not a PC gamer at all. Sorry. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that's covered. Everybody, you heard it here first. Nobody should be playing on PC, Sancho, right? Nobody. No, 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 not at all. But to piggyback on what Tegan said was I, I definitely feel when it comes to remastered, it does feel like 
and I, I don't want to say this too too brashly here, Greg. It's yeah. like an iPhone 15 to 16. It's like, what's the difference, right? Sure. You're not going to know the difference on the surface level, but as you play it, there are moments where it sneaks up on you, and you're like, wow, this Vista looks amazing. Yeah. This uh, gameplay is is very intense, and it's still immersive, and it still has that magic that Naughty Dog has. And at, at the same time, you're like, well, it's only you know $10, and you can still feel this wonder and fun in the PlayStation 5, uh, I just feel when it comes down to it is that Naughty Dog has a lot of extra what's like noise to go through to justify this remaster or Sony has a, as well has to justify this remaster to a lot of people. Yeah, and I think that's what's interesting when you sit here and talk about this, right? Like, uh, if we're um, we're putting the uh, kind of funny review scale stands, obviously a five point review scale, right? Uh, obviously, Last of Us Part Two. When I reviewed it uh, back in the day in 2020, when I initially said we didn't actually have the review scale yet, right? But it would have been a five out of five. Like, it's an amazing game. I think Last of Us Part Two remastered is a five out of five amazing game because, of course, you're getting the Last of Us Part Two story that I thought already was incredible and was such a great work of art and made people think and discuss and has launched a million different missives and essays that I love that I want people to get into the weeds of a game on right to then mm-hmm. toss in no return to toss in these lost levels to toss in this commentary Sancho I think you hit the nail on the head of really it's a $10 upgrade right that's the whole thing they've talked about that if you have last of us part four for $10 you can get the digital edition of last of us part two and get this content and go out and enjoy it uh, it's funny you know Tegan for you to bring up right away the visuals and how it looks and whatever that was one of the things Murray Lane wrote in about a uh, kind of funny best friend and said is the visual upgrade really visible I'm not that guy. I'm not the frame counter. I'm not the thing. Last of Us Part 2 on PlayStation 4, let alone Last of Us Part 2 on PlayStation 5 with the you know little update they'd given in there, already looked great. I do feel this one looks insanely good. Like you're talking about, Sancha, right, of having these vistas and having these moments and the way the gameplay is butter, buttery smooth and mm-hmm. you know the animation of the cutscenes you're getting of Joel playing guitar or whatever it is, the facial animations, the things that were already there in Part 1, I do think look notably better here. But to your point, Tegan, it's not like this isn't reinventing the wheel. This isn't us Mm -hmm. playing Shadow of the Colossus as a remaster, right? Like this is Mm -hmm. a game that was already gorgeous, still being gorgeous. And so I think it's it's always fascinating to come at these reviews and how do you talk about a remaster of a game if we all, for some reason, forgot that came out in June 2020, right? Like we're not that far removed from it. And so the conversation I feel like is is moot in some ways, right? Where it's like, you know, Last of Us Part Two, I think is an amazing game, right? I think it plays phenomenally, it looks phenomenal, great story, makes you think yada yada yada. So clearly that's all gonna stand. It is what do they add to this package? And of course, then there's this whole argument that PlayStation started with themselves, right? Of releasing God of War Valhalla's roguelite mode and having that be a free piece of DLC, then having this be, hey, we're charging for it. There is more here, there is more stuff happening. I'm not trying to make that argument, but for apples to apples, it looks weird, I think, for a lot of PlayStation uh, players and gamers out there. But, Sancho, what would you do on the Kind of Funny Review scale out of five? I would definitely give it a five out of five. I think for me, what I spent the most time on, actually, Greg, is that no return of mode. Of course. I, I think it's as someone that's been itching, that's been dying for any kind of combat experience with this combat system that they have. It really stuck with me uh, when I played it early as that uh, that one preview event when I went to San Francisco. I was thinking about it ever since then, and I spent the most time in it. I went through all the different characters in it, and I think that alone, that that mode itself is justifiable for that $10. Yeah. I think the Lost Levels, the only interesting the one I did find is the Boar one, which I found very interesting to play through, and I felt like that but it added a lot more to the game, but I still feel they're very light. I know there's other remasters that do it better. And for some reason, I'm thinking like a Capcom collection that, that could do that did Mega Man a lot better than that one. And I feel like even the Resident Evil remasters part two were, were a little bit better than lost levels that we have. I feel, I think Greg, that it's so interesting to see Naughty Dog re- take the veal off for a little bit. Like they are so tight lipped. They're magicians. They don't want anyone to know their secrets. Yeah. And for them to pull the curtain back a little bit, I found very interesting to, it's for them to do that in this way. I mean, for Neil to introduce the lost levels, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, How much commentary just, did you do? I, I went through the whole thing. I went right. through the whole thing. I, I did, I did every single one. It, it, I feel like it's a very interactive piece and it's a very different way to do it rather than just a YouTube video or a video sure. package. Um, 
like I mentioned, it, it just felt very light. There was only just three. Uh, be, beyond that, I, I think yeah. the best part about it for the people that, hey, I've already played uh, Last of Us Part Two on my PlayStation 4. Why should I play it again? The cool thing is it imports your save. And yeah. I'm like, holy, that's amazing. I get right off the bat, New Game Plus, and I could enjoy everything that I have locked. And I, it was really fun seeing Plus all the, all the trophies pop again. So <laughs> if you had a platinum, it's pretty good, ladies and gentlemen. And then as Barrett's showing right now, if you're a video person, because I do want to get this to eventually a question, there's new trophies yeah. added to it as well for the no return mode. So it's really fun to see all that happen. And you do feel that there, it is justifiable that $10 and if you just bought into it brand new, you would feel that this is For a sure. complete package. Uh, I, I just still have to give it a five out of five. And uh, the, the main thing is because there is a lot of replay value out of that no return mode. I've only played the single player mode once when it came out on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. But I do see myself playing the, the PlayStation 5's no return mode a lot more than the actual story mode sans playing through the story with my wife because you're no longer getting your multiplayer game that you're obsessed don't, about don't, Yukio, just look, remember I, that was your whole life i promised i promised i want to talk about it. i know people talk see about me, it like, sancho tegan what do you give the last of us part two remastered out of five on the kind of funny scale so I struggled with what I was going to give this because I agree. I think that The Last of Us 2 is a five out of five game. Um, so I was trying to like separate that from the actual $10 upgrade remaster. Um, and I'm going to be a little bit of an odd man out here and I'm going to give it a four out of five because Great, I thought Monica. I thought it was obviously the game is phenomenal. Um, I loved the game. I will love the game when I play it again. But I think because I literally just finished playing Valhalla, which was free, mm. and then I went into this, which is $10 upgrade. Now, granted, there is a bit more. Um, there's definitely more replayability and more I think I can get out of the no return for this remaster versus Valhalla. But it just, I was just like, we just got that for free. So I think that is skewing it a bit. Sure. But that being said, I love no return. I think that's great. I will have a lot more to say about that later. Um, I did like the lost levels, and it's interesting because I hated the boar one, and I wish they didn't give that one to us, and I loved the other two. So <laughs> it's funny that we're kind of on the opposite scale there. Um, and I just overall, I felt like, I think going back to the Valhalla being free and this being a $10 upgrade, I was like, okay, what else is here and does it justify enough? And I think it does. Yeah. Um, if you've only played through the story once, if you're someone who likes that kind of would it be classified as like a roguelike roguelite? Yeah. The no return. It's such a weird term. It's, I feel Tegan, like it's gotten know? so broad now. <laughs> it's so broad. I, I appreciate it. I agree though, Tegan. It is very, it is, I guess more of a shuffle, Greg. What do you think? Is it, you, do you play through Valhalla too? Is it a roguelike or is it a shuffle of modes and a variety of approaches to the same thing? It's roguelike because you're starting from scratch every time. Now they're, they're fusing it with story in a way most roguelikes, I shouldn't say most. Many don't, right? Like, I think mm. of it as, like, a, a rogue legacy, right? Where it's a new character, new start, new thing. But Hades had yeah. story, obviously, as well. But the thing of running through and going through in very similar sections and having it all play out, I think, makes it roguelike for Valhalla or whatever. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, we should start talking about the modes in, inherently in sure. this game, right? Because uh, I think there's, like, for me... You know, the things I wrote down of like, what are the additions to this game, right? Like it's the lost levels, which we've talked about, which of, of which there are three things. Again, these are levels that were cut from the original game. That, that So they have basically the playable prototype as it was or where it was going. So these are, you know, there's not audio for most of the dialogue. Uh, it's you wandering around, but you get little commentary things where you walk up and they'll introduce a new mechanic and why they, what they were excited about it and why it didn't work or how it made it in the game elsewhere. Those are really cool. Then there is commentary. So... You can get, you can play through the game with commentary on. That's a variety of people in a commentary room, all making sense for what scene it is. So you know, it'll, it'll be Neil, it'll be Hallie, it'll be Troy Baker, it'll be Laura Bailey, it'll be Ashley Johnson. It's them going through and talking about what's happening in the scene you're doing. It's something you can toggle on, you can toggle off. Uh, very awesome is it's over the cinematics. So if you do the thing of importing your save rather than play through the whole game again to see it all, you can go to story, you can go to cinematics, and you can play them one by one that way, just as one big movie and go through it that way. So there's lost levels, there's commentary, then yes, there's uh, no return, the roguelike survival mode, then there's the speedrun mode, and there's the guitar free play and stuff, which I'm not a speedrunner, guitar free play, I'm excited to see what Andy does with it one day, none of that matters for me, for me it was no return, and yes, this is 100% I think where the meat of gameplay and the meat of what's new in this in terms of what you're playing on the sticks comes into play. I keep 
forgetting this as we go around, so I'll call it out now. Barrett, I didn't prep you for this. Remember, everybody, uh, PlayStation sent us these uh, game codes uh, for review, so FTC don't come after us if we have the bug to eventually toss. There it is. The code was by, by, by PlayStation. Barrett, slack me so I remember to put that in the description <laughs> and tell Roger to put on the tweets because I always forget nowadays. Anyways, though. Uh, no return. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Blessing and I actually previewed it on this show. We got to go to PlayStation. Uh, Sancho, you we were in a different group, but you got to go do it as well. Mm -hmm. I left that one so impressed. Um, and then, you know, a week later, Valhalla dropped, right? And it was like, okay, cool. Here's Kratos' version of it. And Valhalla is an amazing mode that I, uh, or in, an amazing piece of free DLC for sure. Something I enjoy the story of, yada, yada, yada. I found myself enjoying Valhalla less because I had just played uh, No Return here on Last of Us Part Two, and I enjoyed that so much. I'm happy to report that that did not change. Like, I full-on love No Return Mode. I think No Return Mode is a 5 out of 5 and well worth the $10 as is. I think, mm -hmm. you know, if, you were, if, you do, if you're going to hear us talk about it and it doesn't move the needle for you, then save your $10. You could watch all the commentary scenes on YouTube. You could watch uh, the Lost Level walkthroughs on YouTube as well. Those are kind of one and dones, I think, for the most part. Whereas No Return's whole thing is replaying and replaying and replaying, going through and getting, you know, these different things. And they do such a great job of randomizing it they do such a great job of keeping you on your toes. One of the, one of the questions that got written in that I really, really liked, right, was from, uh, yeah, Sean Murphy. How does the roguelike mode encourage experimentation, and could it be fun for Portal players? If you have a PlayStation Portal, 100%, this is perfect for that. The only downside, of course, would be if you play like I do, where you're watching something with your wife, you need to be able to listen in this game because obviously listening is such a big part of The Last of Us and knowing where the enemies are. Um, but if you can have headphones, if you can be immersed in it, go for it. Encourage experimentation is where I think uh, no return sings because it is this idea that it is constantly rewarding you as you play. So you are playing as, you know, you start off as Ellie and then you unlock a D D Dina and then you play as Dina and you unlock it. You keep unlocking characters that have their own, their own buffs, their own uh, pros, their own cons, right? As you go, you're unlocking gambits, right? Which are changing uh, inside of the game as you play. They're adding things like, you know, get two headshots hold while holding your breath, unchain two clickers, uh, feed a grabbed enemy to a clicker. Then there's mods that you're unlocking as you go that are filtering in and being random in. It's going to rain Molotovs. There's going to be a mirror mode. There's going to be invisible enemies, which every time that came, it was usually for me the infected and it made my heart stop. <laughs> oh, no. Like it, this game has so much packed into it that I, I could not get enough, I cannot get enough. And now there's this daily run challenge that I'm so excited to get it out into the public to see actually how bad I am. Cause I, I have the screenshot of me number one on the leaderboard. I'm like, this will never happen again. But I know for this moment it did. And there's something so special to that. And Sancho, I wanna kick it to you to talk a bit about it because again, I know how much you loved Factions and how excited you were for a sequel to it. For me, especially The Last of Us Part Two the thing I've talked about a lot is that game is so good, but I think it almost the story and the choices and the narrative and this or that, or like all the arguments you have with your friends, right? About that game and that narrative overshadow how good it feels to play. Whereas no return really lets you go, Hey, there's no story here. Just feel how good this is to play. And that's why it's saying for me. I always have said this, that Naughty Dog has the best combat mechanics in gaming when it comes to third person and it goes all the way back to uncharted 3 like uncharted 3 and 2 and certain especially the multiplayer yeah and i'm happy that anyone that just plays single player gets a taste of the combat mechanics the ai is very sophisticated and each faction plays a completely different um there's nothing like greg mentioned dealing with the infected in a hunted scenario it's just not it's not easy and that's what i like about it the most it's very challenging and what I wanted to talk about as someone who's a factions player, and if someone who's like, why do we, why do the factions players love it so much? Why do we love multiplayer so much? It's because of this reason. It's because of the, the intensity that the drama and the, the gameplay could provide just by its core mechanics. And at the same time, there's nothing like being the last one standing. This is what it is, is basically you're in the last person standing and to deal with these hordes of enemies coming towards you. And... When I'm playing through it, the level is beautiful, it's intense, the music's intense, the lighting's intense, you have to use everything to your knowledge of the map layout, the, the 
you're hearing, like Greg said, you have to say, okay, there's someone on my right over here, but I heard a Seraphite whistle on my left. Like all that kind of stuff comes into play when you're playing this mode and you just, as someone who's played factions, you're just wishing, man, I wish it was just another player on the other <laughs> side of this map. I just wish this map had four other players or six other players along the way. And I, and I know, and I know that, 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 um, you know, in a perfect world, sure, Naughty Dog could give us what, what we uh, factions to, but as a taste of it, I think it's a, it's great, man. And I'm I like it too. I'm addicted to it, and I found myself I when I did that preview event, Greg. I didn't beat get close to the boss, not at all. It took me a while to sit down to figure out. Okay, hunted, don't do this, and this assault go here. Uh, with Ellie, you want to be a little bit more stealthy. With Joel, you can't dodge, so you got to be a little bit more tanky. You know, there's a variety of different ways to play this. And in fact, uh, I beat it like multiple times now that I had time to sit with oh, it. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm curious, as someone that has, hasn't played Naughty Dog, fact, uh, Last of Us, Tegan, what are your thoughts on No Return? What did you feel? I... Excuse me. It's interesting because when I, Greg, when I was listening to you and I think Blessing talk about yeah. your hands-on experience, I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like it's for me. I tried it because I had to for the review and then I ended up loving it because typically that's not my style for game. Um, but I ended up loving it. I loved, like you guys said, the creativity and how they encourage you to try different ways and to kind of think outside the box a little bit. The first run I did, I think I only made it like two levels in and then I died and I died hard. Like, wasn't even close. Um, and then so I was like, okay, I need to change up how I'm playing. So I was still as Ellie, I hadn't unlocked Dina yet. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go completely stealth because I think I went in guns blazing the first time with Ellie and that just did not work for me. So I went in stealth. I found like perfect little corners to hide in and then they threw they changed it up on you. And now it's like, okay, now it's waves on waves of enemies and you have Dina with you this time. And the AI, like you said, was very intelligent and it felt so good to be playing a game with an AI that actually felt like it was its own character who knew what they were doing because there was a couple times where she was killing people and I was just running away because I was getting attacked and she was just doing her own thing. And I was like, thank you, Dina. I would not have survived this without you. <laughs> um, but it really did encourage you to try play styles that you normally wouldn't because typically I'm not great at stealth. I don't like to do stealth. Um, so it forced me to do that, but it didn't feel too challenging either. And then I found like in the, um, it was in, I think the Jackson level with all the snow and where you're mm -hmm. in the town, I found this butcher shop and there's a back corner with a table. So I would make the trip mines and I would put them at the doors and yep. then I'd go hide behind the table and yeah. people would come in and blow up. And then I'd go run out and I'd put two more and then they'd blow up and then they just keep like trickling in. So I found like good strategies for each. But then when you're playing with Dina, you have to be much more crafting and less stealth takedowns. So it really, it just forced you to think outside the box. And then I was worried it was going to get repetitive. I think I saw a lot of people ask that too. Like, is it samey? Is it the same thing over and over and over again? And I really didn't feel that way because like you both mentioned, you have your maps that are different, but then you also have the different factions that are attacking you. And each faction you have to have a different play style with because what you can do for the Seraphites, you can't do with the WLF or you can't do with the infected. So I, I loved that. And also I am a person who likes to unlock everything. So the fact that I was like, oh, I just have to do one more run with Dina yeah. and I can get Jesse. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Oh, I only have to do two more so I can get this outfit. Yeah, I'm going to do it. And it was just addicting in that way because I was like, I have to get the next thing. One of the <laughs> so I things that was great. I, I used to always and I still do, but like uh, used to credit Naughty Dog with more people have figured it out since then is the way they did their multiplayer trophies for Uncharted, where it would be, here's the game, go do it. And then for the multiplayer, it was never play 300 matches, go to, you know, shoot this thing. It was try this, try that. You'd pop a bronze, you'd pop a bronze. It would go into the plat. And then they'd eventually put out the DLC that had the more comprehensive stuff, but it wouldn't work against your platinum. I feel that's one of the things they do so well here with the challenges like you're talking about, Tegan, where it is, oh, I'm that close to doing that. Oh, okay, I can go do it. Uh, oh, uh, to unlock the next gambit, it wants me to use, you know, four explosive arrows. I can just go into a level just cheese that and not worry about the whole overall picture. Cause again, if you're not familiar with the mode, ladies and gentlemen, the way it works is that you start as you pick your character, you pick your difficulty, the difficulty you pick augments the score you can get. There's multipliers, the harder you go, multipliers, the harder you go up. Then you go to a mission board where you pick the mission to start. And then I believe what it's five and then the boss or yeah, five. So it's six total. Is that right? Uh, that part I'm right. It's either five, straight, but I'm not sure. It's either it's, five missions you do and then a boss, or it's no, it's five and a boss. 
It's so a red yarn. Red as yarn you go, situation. though, you get choices. So it's like you can do this mission, which is going to be something like you mentioned assault earlier, right? Assault is waves. You have to kill, you know, there's three rounds and three, wa three waves. Mm -hmm, you have three to kill. Waves, yeah. yeah, it comes at you. It, it'll show you how many people are in it. Hunted is the one where you have to survive a certain amount of time. They they're, attack you. They're yep. just coming at you no matter what. Hold out. You have to use the supplies you have to keep yourself alive and your, uh, an AI partner alive from a mm -hmm. bunch of infected coming for you. And then the final one is capture, which is like you have to go and get to a safe before it locks in a certain amount of time. If it locks, you don't fail a mission. You just don't get the rewards in it, but you then have to kill everybody. Whereas if you were to stealthfully infiltrate get there get the things you would just end the mission without having to kill anybody get a higher score at the end you're given a full breakdown of what your score is you're rated you know estad i never got i was bad even when i failed they only got d's i don't think i ever saw an f i got s's but greg this is what i wanted to say not not to toot my horn here but this is what naughty dog want it's 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 a water cooler moment yep i'm hearing tegan talk about her story and how she was able to you know i didn't use a butcher's shop but there was times where i like oh man i found that there was a gate that the infected on the shipyard we have to go through and i would throw mol one molotov would take out six of them in the clickers so i think that's where it excels in greg is where people are telling them their strategies or how'd you overcome 100%. the boss and how'd you overcome this situation who did you use I, for one, did not think I would like Lev and Yara. I love Yara. I think yeah. Yara is really cool because her, her uh, benefit is she gets Lev with her. And I think that was a fun little mix up there. And then at the same time, you're like, dude, Tommy's really cool. He gets a cool sniper. But then I was at to say, Tegan, I agree. Jesse, man, Jesse's really cool. Like You forget how cool Jesse was, but yeah. Jesse's a really cool guy. And I think, you know, one of the questions we got to what Tegan was talking about, Phantom Pain wrote in and said, how's the replayability of the survival mode? I heard there's only a few maps slash sections. I think the re everything we're saying and all the mods and all the things sprinkled in make it incredibly high. The amount of maps to me never were, oh, there's so few. It was that thing of, oh, I'm back here. And either I failed here or I had a really good strategy last time. Can I do it again? You know, for me, my Jackson strategy was going out the back of, I think, the butcher shop to where the cars were. And I would mm. stay out back with the cars, stealth or around. the post offices. The post yeah, office. get, exactly. Yeah, the get them, yeah. throw a bottle, distract them over there, you know, take them off one by one and pick them off in this thing. Same thing for, like, the news station. When I, when I dropped into the news station, or, and again, you can pick. So when I would see one that was the hunted, infected news station, nope. I was nope. like, oh, my God, dude. I no, I never did it. I love the hunted with the infected because it reminds me so much of Shaun of the Dead. Where when he comes back to the bar, like, I, I just gave yeah. him a slip. They're not all that. And that's it. Where it's just, you can just sprint and like, they're dumb. So I'm, I'm, you know, vaulting over things which are getting in their way. So I just run the entire level. Only, I, when you collect resources in the game to craft, you take that into your next mission. So I'm just running, picking everything, crafting, getting all my craftables so that I can do it back at home base. When you get to home base, of course, every character starts with a weapon, right? A gun. Uh, when you get to home base, though, you uh, have a chest of rewards. So like uh, the parts you've scavenged, right? To upgrade mm -hmm. your things, you'll get a certain amount of credits because there's basically like a little shop closet you can go to where trading random posts. Thank you. Trading posts where mm -hmm. random weapons and gear and blueprints are there. And they also have dice. So you can reroll once every time it'll cost you the currency, but you really get into that. Oh, like, you know, it's interesting to talk about like, Oh, how'd you beat this boss? Like, you know, Arcade Bloater is the first one you have to fight. And the first time I got there, I think with Ellie, like I was just, I just put all my bolts into a handgun. I never got a second gun. I wasn't really thinking of endgame. So I got there and ran out of everything. And I was like, well, shit. You know what I mean? I'm running, trying to craft pipe bombs and I got killed. Whereas the next time I came around, right, I had a flamethrower and I had the gun and I had invested in all these different things to be like, okay, I have an armory here that... I wasn't even using on the other missions. It was like, I need to plan for getting to this thing. And so to have that, to have, you know, the, uh, the stealth bosses, you don't know who I'm not the, not cl the clicker that hides all the time. What it was the stalker yeah. stalkers. Stalker. Thank you so much. Stealth boss. Anyways, it, like they do such a great job of dropping these different guys in. Of course, even then as you are, once you beat a boss, you then unlock the next boss to get, then you want the final thing is unlocking random bosses and stuff like that. Like, the game's got so much going on in it that I think is a joy to go through and run and do mm -hmm. and, 
and be and terrified. Think, <laughs> Go, Tegan. I think even when you have a, a map, like you said, you get to choose, like there's a couple times where it shoots off and branches off and you can choose the path you want to take. So you can be like, okay, I just did this map. I really didn't like it. I don't want to do that again. So you can choose another one. But even if you do notice like, okay, I had these three maps last time, it never feels the same because like I mentioned before, if it's a different faction you're fighting, yep. you have to go about it in such a different way that you're in parts of the map that you probably weren't in last time because you're like, crap, I can't survive here against that enemy. I need to go over to this area. Like with the Seraphites, I always had to have something behind my back because they always encircled me and yep. then I was screwed. <laughs> with the WLF, I was fine if I had some behind me and some in front of me, but with the Seraphites, I wasn't. So, okay, now that I'm doing this map, I have to find a different spot where I can protect myself against the Seraphites versus the infected versus so even if it's the same map you're going about it in such a different way it never felt the same yeah yeah and, and again as they're dropping you in and you're unlocking the different characters and then having to play that different characters i found myself going in and like when i you know I, you start with ellie and i'm like i'll be set with ellie but i was like well i want to unlock everybody i want to eventually unlock joel so you go through and play and it was that idea of like finding like oh well like Abby gets, you know, health back on every melee kill she does. So it's like, oh, that's an interesting wrinkle. So if that's what you wanted to do and running that way, oh, and going this way, let alone then for the daily challenges to, you don't get to choose who you are in that. The daily challenges, once every 24 hours, a challenge is put up for the entire world that's exactly the same so people can see how fast somebody else did it. And it, that's, that's going to be maddening for me, but I can't wait to see runs of that sound show. <laughs> That's where I think it is a lot of the bread and butter of it is that daily run. There's nothing like putting the entire world focus on one moment and to have a seed is what they call it. Uh, a seed to start where my seed was, it was Dina and that was her run. And she started off in Jackson against a hunted infected. And to me, that's like the worst thing for Dina is having to face the hunted and infected in a small area. Uh, it's funny. You say you, you give people slip. My strategy hunted is I don't move, bro. I stand still. Oh, wow. And I just eat the clock for like, first thing minutes. I do. I'm like, here I am. And then I just <laughs> ring around the rosy. <laughs> I have all these hunters hunting, chasing me. Never going to do that. Or but I, I echo everything y'all guys said about, about how it is so fun. I think the Rattlers are the worst group to face because they have armor. They have helmets and they have armor and they have dogs. They, they got infected on chains too. Yeah, the yeah they on have chains. everything going against them. And the Rattler boss is really cool. Um, the moment that I had was I, dude, there's so many moments that I, for those of you watching or listening about it, it just truly does suck to die within like one away or like you're so deep in your run you vested 20 minutes and to die really does suck it's 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 painful and so when i'm at the boss and i'm literally in the grass bandaging up as best as i can while dogs are barking at me and there's someone sniping from above it really does get to you but the moment of like where you're cornered behind the wall and you throw molotovs and you beat the boss there's nothing like it it's like yeah. a, it's like a fun celebration and i'm hoping that People get that out of it. And I think the daily runs is going to be really cool. And I think the speedrunners out there, uh, like the Anthony Caliber out there, he's a he's a friend. He's really awesome. And I cannot wait to see how he attacks the, the speedrunning aspect of No Return. I, I, it's it's a really cool mode, man. I, I think they could do more with it. Hopefully they add to it more characters. Have you got a chance to play with Manny, Greg? No, I unlocked him last night, but it was that thing where, it, like, honestly, I just wanted Joel. Like, for, like, so on the on the Ellie side, Joel is the last unlockable, and on the Abby side, Manny's the last Manny. one. So I was yeah. like, I, I hardlined to Joel, and then I was like, well, I got to get everybody, but whatever. <laughs> Manny, he can't heal. He has nothing. But no way, really. And he can't heal. But the I dude has. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't know how you could do it with Manny, but he has like the best weapons in the game. So Makes he's sense. just like a like a like a an arm a walking one man army. So I figured that was gonna be the case because like Joel they describe as, you know, unstoppable and all this stuff and like he's got a whole bunch of perks to him. So I was I'm figuring that yeah, like so Manny's gotta have that, but I was like, I don't care. I just want Joel. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm gonna play for right now. It's oh. good to play with Joel again in these scenarios. 100%. Uh, I want to talk, keep talking about this game and a little bit more, get into a little bit of stuff of the dual sense or whatever. Uh, but before then, I'll remind you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that you should pick up the Kind of Funny membership. Of course, with the Kind of Funny membership, you can get each and every episode of PSI Love You XOXO ad-free. Of course, you can watch us usually rec record the show live when there's not an embargo, and you can get my daily vlog, Greg Way. Of course, your Kind of Funny membership's over on Patreon and YouTube, but since you're not there right now, here's a word from our sponsors. 
DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Snowbike Mike's Bills are a nine and a half point favorite against the Steelers, and Andy's Dallas Cowboys are a seven point favorite against the Green Bay Packers. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code KINDAFUNNY. New customers can just bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code KINDAFUNNY. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code kind of funny so yeah when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think no returns phenomenal. And I think one of the things that we're talking about in our excitements coming through, for me, I was shocked by legitimately my adrenaline and heart pumping from it. And I, I referenced it early on, but one of the first crazy mods I got was that the enemies were invisible. And so, like, it's one of those I wasn't even paying too much attention. Like, I see the, the things. Oh, I'm going to get more points if I do this. If you have an ally, you know, on one of the other missions, you'll get less points there. So I clicked on it and jumped in. And I was like, oh, it, it's using the black and white photo filter. That's interesting. That's just one of the random things that's dropped down there. And then it was that it's the infected. And then it was I heard them and I couldn't see them. And before I knew it, one was on me. And so I shivved it off. And then it went. And I'm like, oh, no. And I paused. And I looked. Oh, and f- okay, fine. So it's like if they I'm sitting Did there. Did did you survive? I did. I did. And again, it was that thing where I'm like white knuckling it because it'd been what I love about it is I'm saving all my ammo for the boss. I'm doing all these things. But you the game forces you into these situations where it's like, throw your plan out the window. Like you ju- you have to survive, right? So whatever it is, let's just get through this encounter. And so what it ended up being, it was the I call it the Home Depot level, right? The hardware store level. Oh yeah. Where that level. <laughs> I, I'm just I was just running a circuit. Like it was very much like my hunted thing, but it was running a box around Hope Depot and then I'd get to the end and I'd flip around and I'd do listen mode for one second because you'd occasionally see them that way. And then when I could line it up, shoot down the line because when you hit them or they hit you, you see them for a split second. So it just predator. be, yeah, Ooh. get them in a line, dot, dot, and then run it around and run it around. And like, you know, I'd be, I'd run on, I'd run and pass, but I would see something over there. So the next time I'd go get those scissors or I'd go get that tape and do it that way over and over again. And it was like, ah, man, I was so invested. I was so into it. And I burned all my ammo and immediately died at the boss because I I came in and I just wasn't prepared for it. But the journey of losing there and getting there was so much fun and so powerful. And I think the thing I wasn't expecting from this mode, and I don't think I expected to love it as much as I love it. The thing I wasn't expecting from it was it feels so much in the way they put on the challenges and unlockables and all that stuff. It feels so much the way me playing the demo disc of metal gear solid two did where it was night 40 with that. And so it was like, all right, well tonight I'm going to run through this and only get headshots or I'm only going to do, you put your own little mods and caveats on it. Right. But this is every run doing it, every level changing something up. So even if it is a place that I, oh, I know this and I've got a great strategy, suddenly it's different of like, oh, sh- well, fuck, I'm playing as this and I didn't know. Right before it, I did the today's daily challenge, right? And it, um, uh, I'm running through it and I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, shit, it's hunted. Oh, I got this. Oh, wait, no, it's it's not hunted. It's it's WLF. It's not infected. They're coming. Oh, shit, okay. Well, I'll do this and then I'm working these you, Greg, no? <laughs> I know, I'm working these two guys and then I heard from behind, like people spawn in, like they come from places, but you see they're, 
you know, people counter on the screen up here and behind me, I heard. So I ran over there and I'm punching that girl in the face. And at the same time I see a guy drop and I'm like, ah, shit. And he shoots me. I'm like, fuck, you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> as much as I've played this mode and as much as I love this mode, I died on round one of today's thing. And now it's locked until That's the next it. day. Locked yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Fuck. You know, feels good. I like that. I like that punishment in a way I didn't think I would. Tegan, are you going to come back to this? You think, is this something you'll play for a while? think so but i did find my so i didn't i didn't get that far because i unlocked i think i unlocked jesse and then i stopped because i found it going back to the feeling stressful it was very stressful for me and i felt like i was gonna get an ulcer because i was so stressed out every single time but then the victory when you win was just it was almost kind of like not not as good but i'm feeling the adrenaline rush when i beat it is when i beat a bloodborne boss like it yeah. was so challenging but because of that it's also it super rewarding yeah uh, yeah, I was um, getting in the flow of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like kind of riding that high, but then I was also so stressed out because I'm like, okay, I survived this one, but now I'm afraid to do the next one because I don't want to die in the next one. Um, but I, I was having much more fun with it than I thought, and I will see myself going back to it. And I like that you can adjust the difficulty levels uh, because I think it makes it more accessible. I don't like to use the word accessible when it's not accessibility, but you know what I mean? It makes it more um, open for people who wouldn't typically want to play it because approachable. Well, approachable That's what it is. Yeah. Right, right? yeah. Uh, makes it more approachable for certain people. Cause I know that there are some people who are like, I'm not going to touch it because it's going to be too difficult for me. But I felt I did play with the difficulty levels and I did notice drastic differences from those difficulty levels. So 100%. I think it makes it much more approachable to other people, but mm. yeah, yeah, it's when... definitely stressful. Sancho, I don't know if they did it for your demo station, like because it wasn't just me and Blessing, but it, it, everybody there when they were setting us up, they're like, and by the way, it's going to default to moderate difficulty, which will give you, you know, 1.5 multiplier. You might want to start earlier if you haven't played and we're all like, no, no, we're starting moderate. You know what I mean? And it's like, shit, moderate's a challenge. There's a trophy for doing winning the daily run on grounded. I'm like, oh my God, nope. not going to happen for me. Probably yeah, not going to be my thing. I was with Bloodworth, actually. I was with Bloodworth. Okay. Did they say that to you? Did they warn you about yeah, mine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you crank it up right away, Mr. And Mr. Last? And I'm like, I'm a factions guy. <laughs> I know how to go through this. Um, I guess for, for me, yes, I would definitely play this. I think the daily runs I'm looking forward to the most, making content as a content creator. Um, I've made two videos off of this that I will release when the embargo is up. And it is intense in making it to the end boss. And it feels that that moment of triumph when you barely make it. And like literally Joel is running around and barely surviving from the garage bloater, which was crazy and i i think what what works so well is in the, the last of us part two game itself you could run past these scenarios sometimes like in hillcrest like i was mentioning earlier you could blow by through everybody and get to the next cutscene. but this is you cannot you yeah. cannot run anywhere you're gonna have to go you got to do it you gotta get through it and it just shows you the magic of what i've always said is the combat mechanics of naughty dog where i'm hoping that it's it's cool to me to see that if Naughty Dog understands that at its core, yes, it's a great storyteller, like you mentioned, Greg, but it it also is is really damn good at making a fun game that has a fun like loop and a good carrot to chase and all those kinds of fun things. And I'm hoping that more developers like uh, Naughty Dog dive into this fun that what what video game was man when like you mentioned metal gear solid and the demos and just having this like little extra mercenary mode and things like that it was like it's not is it groundbreaking is it gonna win your awards no but it's just fun to play as a gamer to enjoy these tools that you've like worked so meticulously on in this environment i and that's what i like about the lost levels is seeing everything oh, stripped yeah. back like holy all the things that they added to immerse myself to see it strip back, it is jarring, but it just shows you how hard these Naughty Dog devs work. Yeah, and I think, you know, to jump to lost levels, to jump to commentary, again, like, if that's not your jam or you wanted to watch it on YouTube, you could technically, but I like the idea of supporting Naughty Dog, and I love the idea of, like, you're talking about them pulling back the curtain, and I because these lost levels are, yo, they didn't work. Here's why they did not work from a gameplay perspective. Here's where they were going and why it would have thrown it off. Here's why it wasn't fun. Here's there's one of like, there's a great one uh, at the Jackson party right before what would be the scene of kissing Dina, where they're like, oh yeah, we had this game where you were gonna be able to make your own cocktail for Ellie and then walk around. It'd be the crafting <laughs> mechanics, but you'd be making a drink. And I forget what the, the person talking uses a very specific like it get, it got too noodly or something of what drink you'd have and then having to carry this drink around to play the other games to do. It's like all the things you would, I would never think of, of making a video game and making it that way, let alone like the, 
revelations in the commentary track of watching those scenes. And the, there's one like one of the penultimate scenes where they reveal something about Abby that Laura Bailey, who's on the commentary, didn't know. <laughs> She's like, what? Really? That was going to happen? Oh, my God. Like, that's cool to see. And I like those little tidbits from it. And I like how with the loss level for the Jackson party specifically um, with the developer commentary, I like how they said, well, when we made this, we wanted you to do the same mechanics. So like you said, with the drink one, um, then they have one that's the same mechanic for throwing a Molotov or the same mechanic for using your listening mode. And I like how they were so thoughtful with that. And I yeah. understand why that scene was cut, but I liked seeing how thoughtful they were with, we want this to still be almost not like a tutorial, but a reminder. These are the mechanics that you're using in the game, but let's use them in a fun, more lighthearted way. And I was definitely sad that they cut it, though, because when they talked about when it would have been placed, and I don't want to say it for spoilers for sure, people yeah, who yeah. want to play through it themselves, but when they said when it would have been placed, I was like, that would have absolutely destroyed me in the game if yeah. we did that in this way. So I was definitely, that was the one that I wish was still in there. Um, and then when they talked about, now this was posted all over social media, so I feel okay talking about it, but with the little clicker game that they were playing. Yeah. They talked about so what cute. they wanted to remind you, but why the, and how that was originally going to be the snowball fight was going to be the clicker game. And I thought that was really cool. Them talking about why it ended up being the snowball fight and not the clicker game. So that little behind the scenes pulling back the curtain, like you said, was just so fascinating. And if you're interested in that sort of thing at all, I highly recommend having the commentary on because kids, it was just so cool. Kids are clickers, though. Let's be real. They are. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, definitely yeah. spreading infections. You and I know that. <laughs> Yes, they do. Sancho West is sick every other week for something yeah, these kids have brought home. Dealing with something. I, I don't know why you didn't like the boar level, Tegan. I thought the boar was really cool because I never, they never, I don't know if you, correct me if I'm wrong, Greg, or, um, I don't think they ever showed the trauma that Ellie dealt with in that way. And I think the boar level opened that up just a hair. Yeah, I mean, the closest the would have been the PTSD in the barn, right? Where she goes yeah. in there and kind of has that collapse thinking about Joel or whatever. Like, and, right. and then, of course, face there's... Face flashes a couple yeah, times, Yeah, the face, think, face flash for sure. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would have... There's... I think it was more for me with the bore level when you play it, you'll understand. They talk about, like, even how this is a shortened version of what it really was, and it would have been like, yeah, no, I wouldn't have wanted to do all of slug. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's interesting, you know, for, you know, as... I guess this has a negative connotation and there probably is a better way, but as disjointed as the last of us part two is narratively in the story, right? The way we switch around things and yada, yada, yada to then think about tossing more of this in there. And that was the other thing of the commentary tracks where they're like, Oh, well this scene almost went there, but we didn't do it that way. And then alternate take of this scene, they do this. It's like, Oh my God. Like I love that stuff. I love eating that up. And so I think it's cool. They put that much in there. Of course, I think it could have been more. I would have loved that if they could have done it, I guess it, I get, this is weird, I guess, but I would have gone for just a video on the disc that was somebody playing and they commentated over the entire thing rather than just the cutscenes. And of course, this teases the Last of Us uh, grounded part two tra uh, trailer that is it has now been published out is on the disc here too, talking about that or the digital version of the disc. Um, one question I had for both of you before we get to one more question from everybody or a couple more questions actually, but how long when you completed a run was your run? Because I was shocked at how long mine were every time. I, I played on moderate every time. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm just out there having a good time. You know, I want to get... When, when I'm crushing moderate, no problem. Then I'll go up and see what's up. But I was consistently at like 50, 55, 60 minutes on my runs. Is that normal, Sancho? You're a pro gamer. You're out there headshotting all the time. Clicking heads, yeah. ripping the shreds, yeah. three-point shooting, rooting tooting. You're the real sexy uh, in my uh, eyes. I, uh, 20, 30, uh, 25, 30 minutes. Holy shit. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it depends. It really does depend. But, uh, the two videos I recorded, uh, for my, for my channel later, um, yeah, was about 20, 30, uh, 25 to 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, the longest run was probably 10 minutes and like one encounter. And that was okay. just because I was trying to approach it self wise. Um, but there were scenarios where I would just avoid altogether. I don't like facing infected. I think infected are just so overpowered. Yeah, hundred percent. And there were situations where, unless like, like if I was Tommy, I would be like, all right, I'll just stand on a crate. Come at me. I have these sniper bullets. You know, yeah. uh, these type of situations. But yeah, I would say twenty-five to thirty minutes. I think the hardest part is those bosses because there's times where you literally have you just exhausted everything and you're just running around the level, let just me desperately trying to make a Molotov, just, trying to get a little distance. Yeah, and yeah. I find a second to crouch down to crouch yes. this fast yep. before yep. you hit me again. <laughs> like, get me a brick. I, I, I mean, it came down to Joel with the pipe. Like at the very end, I was like, great, I found a pipe, scissors. Let me just go at this bloater yeah. um but yeah th that's that's the amount of time it, it, it took i think like 
Dina would probably be longer from what I remember my runs with her. See, that's the only thing where it's like, even when I'm being forced to play as a different thing, I constantly fell back to what I thought, what I, I want to play stealth. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like the ones I love are the assault ones where it's, it's a me, snake in you, man. Exactly. hundred percent. And I go to the tall grasses and I lay there and I yeah, stalk them and then I pop up and I cr crack one of their nuts to distract the other, to crack the neck, to crack, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm happy just sitting there wasting time. And like one of the things they called out during the preview that I, I was so happy about is like, I, I remember the first time I did it in the first level I did and I got an S rank or an A rank and I did take my time and I was like, oh, I thought I'd be penalized. And they're like, we wanted to reward all types of gameplay. So if you want to play stealthily, obviously you're going to take more time. So that's going to be a ding, but not being caught or whatever is going to less damage. You take a lot of damage. You get like a hundred points for no damage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it really exactly. Me. I'm hitting you with the brick. I'm hitting the guy with the brick, hitting him with a, with a sniper shot, diving into the grass, standing up, hitting another guy with a headshot. You know, there's a variety of different ways to do it. And I think that's, what's so great about it. Like what was your run like time was? I, I don't know how long it was, but I think every kind of level was like, like between seven and eight minutes. Okay. So I think I was probably a little shorter than you, but not by much. Okay. I can accept that. I can take that. That's fine. I can, I can live with that. We're all but the, the, the 20 to 30, there's no way I got, I did it. That yeah. Best. Total run in 20 to 30, not a fucking chance. <laughs> I got to watch these videos. You gotta watch, dude. It, it, there's a moments where I'm like red line health, and I'm like, this is it. I'm gonna die for sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like, pop a bandage, please. Don't die on me like this. Uh, two questions before we close this one out. Uh, Hamaz uh, Ah uh, or Hamza Ah says, "How is the dual sense support? Is it subtle like Alan Wake Two or insane like Astro? Controller support alone, if done well, could be worth the upgrade. The feel factor, if you will. I don't." have any like i have no i it felt like last of us to me was there anything crazy for either of you i have to say the only noticeable one that i found and i don't even know if this counts for dual sense support but i have to throw it somewhere so it'll be here is in the free guitar play um so when you're playing the guitar obviously you're just like rubbing your finger across the pad right mm -hmm. i didn't realize you could individually pluck strings so if you just touch at the top it just plucks the one string and then you go mm -hmm. down because i was just going do, 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 you know and yeah. swiping all the strings because i don't play guitar so i was like oh this is fun and but you can go slowly and you pluck individual strings so i was like wow if there are people who actually know what they're doing and can actually play guitar you could probably get some fantastic songs out of this so I don't know if that really is dual sense support, but just using that touch screen on your controller to be able to like pluck specific chords, I thought was so fascinating and it blew my mind. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I think it, there is a, a, it adds a little bit more to it. You, you definitely feel that uh, the different strengths of vibrations when it comes to, you know, diff shooting different things and going through different things and the, like the, the notifications as well. You could feel the slight vibration. I think it does have that nuance that you're looking for, especially with the triggers and things like that, especially with the bow, you feel that as well. Oh, um, the bow and the, arrow. The, the, there's nothing like a bow. Every and arrow time they've talked about this goddamn dual sense since inception, <laughs> the bow and arrow, feel yeah. the tension in the string. Feel it. Um, yeah, you definitely do feel it. Personally, I don't like to play with them on as much, especially when I'm trying to line up a headshot. Sure. Um, but it, yeah, it's there and it, it definitely adds to the immersion. But like I said, in the very beginning of the re uh, review, the remastered, it, there's moments of immersion that sneak up on you that you, even though you've experienced it before, you, you, it catches you off guard. You're like, wow, I'm, I'm in this a little bit too deep. But that being said, it's definitely not like Astrobot where you can like feel the raindrops and like it's not that intense at all, I, I would say. Yeah, that's the thing for me, right? Where it wasn't noteworthy. I think if, I'm like, oh, it feels like a PS5 game. It was pleasant, but, right. but yeah, it wasn't like exactly. over the top in your face. Uh, final question I want to get to is actually the first question I had on the document. When I was talking about the PSN message. Uh, Lego Minnow wrote in and said, are there new trophies? Uh, there are. Uh, Barrett threw up the tweet earlier to throw up again, though. Naughty Dog could put up. The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered is getting new trophies as part of a roguelike mode, No Return. Your previously earned Part 2 trophies on PS4 will transfer over to The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered on PS5, including your earned platinum. So again, you turn it on, you load up your save, you pop all your trophies that you already had. However, the new trophies that aren't required for the platinum but are the new ones for no return go like this mixed bag uh get kills with five different five different weapons in an assault encounter become the hunter kill 12 enemies in a hunted encounter got your back win a round of holdout without your ally falling below 70 percent health which i find so hard <laughs> holdout is like the one that when i get that i'm like oh i always skip fuck always skip don't do it i get well i mean sometimes i'm pinned down because i didn't look you can look ahead at least on some of them for one 
Not all of them. Like it's, ah, uh, burglar, open the safe and capture without killing any enemies. Roll call, win a run with every character. Modded, complete an, account, complete an encounter with each mod. Risk taker, complete five gambits in one run. Uh, good riddance, beat all the bosses. Team Ellie, complete all Ellie faction challenge tracks. Team Abby, complete all Abby faction challenge tracks. True, true, true strength, Get an S rank on an encounter. Uh, may your survival be long. Win a daily run of no return. May your death be swift. Win a daily run of no return on grounded difficulty. I'll for, never get that one. Probably, I will never, ever get that one for sure. But what I love about it is right now, of course, when we play games ahead of time uh, for trophy lists that aren't live, to see a trophy list that isn't live uh, on the PSN would mean that if you click on it, you go to your PSN, the trophies look like they're not there. When in reality, they're saved locally to your PlayStation. So to see the trophies that you have locally on your PlayStation, you need to disconnect from the internet, then go to your trophies. Then see, it's, it's a pain in the ass when you're playing a game. So I didn't dive into these. So I love the idea that on top of everything I just said about it feeling like old school gaming of like, well, what am I going to do tonight? I read through these things and I'm like, oh, there's so much in here I didn't actually do. And now I could see myself totally doing right where it's like become the hunter, kill 12 enemies in a hunted encounter. Again, that's where they're coming at you for a certain amount of time where I did was just run and hide or run from the infected period. I'm like, oh, well, next hunt that I get, screw the actual run I'm on. Let's just go and kill 12 people. Let's just go off and do that. Like I look at that. I'm like, oh, these are, I have more good nights in front of me at the PlayStation 5. And I like that these trophies all seem, besides the beat the grounded difficulty one, they all seem attainable. <laughs> yeah. I hate when you look at trophies and you're like, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to do that because, you know, I'm a, I call myself a lightweight gamer for a reason. Like, right. I'm not a, I'm not like Sancho. I'm not a professional gamer. Okay. Uh, but when I look at these, really none of them look like, oh, I can't get that. It's all just do this a certain amount, do this a certain amount. And I, I feel like the grounded one's really the only one that'll be a challenge. But even then, I think when you do it enough, you'll probably be able to. Well, again, it it's, that, it's that idea of like, you know, easing up the difficulty, right? Of like, we'll mm -hmm. start from where you're comfortable with and get then when that becomes too easy, go up one, go up one, go up one. <laughs> but yeah, we all can't be Sancho West. Just amazing. I'm not a, I'm not a look, dude. 360 headshots. He's finishing no. runs in 20 minutes. No, that's not me. I swear. It's just, it's just <laughs> I'm looking for a home, Greg. Okay? okay. I'm looking for a home. We've had Uncharted multiplayer go bye-bye. Now Last of Us is in a weird spot. I'm looking for a home. I love Naughty Dog games for a lot, man. That's what I want. I, yeah. You know, I, that's why I, I saw No Return Mode. I was like, dude, this is the perfect, perfect pacifier for myself to be able to soothe myself, to enjoy the mechanics of this thing. I'm not a trophy hunter at heart, but that leaderboard, that daily run leaderboard's looking like very spicy for me to go and get attacked and get my name on there. I think I have to get that. Um, well, Greg, quickly, I don't want yeah. to hijack and derail you for a second. I mentioned, no, we're winding down. It's whatever you want to say. What's, what's, the, what's this Last of Us game like after watching the show? I think I opened that up a little bit earlier. Yeah. I want to hit, hit that home. I feel my main criticism of the show itself was that when it gets away from the stories and the characters and it goes into the zombies, I'm like... Eh. Not for me. And like the bloater totally feels weird in that show. Granted, I know it's it's the last of a show, but it just feels feels out of place when it comes to the realism that that show is going for. For me, when it comes to this game, I'm like, there's moments where I feel like, why is Ellie mowing down this many players? I know she's on the vengeful track, but I'm hoping for the last of us part three, if we ever get there or where we, who we ever get there is I feel like if it scales back and doesn't get afraid of more the intimacy that, the moments that we remember the most, like the moments in Jackson, the moments in the theater, um, the moments in the aquarium, like all those kinds of things. I feel if, if Naughty Dog scales the gameplay back in terms of action and then leans into like a no return mode or a multiplayer mode for the action part, like mm -hmm. hardcore that, I think it could, it could find a nice balance. Cause I feel like when I play this game again, like I mentioned going through Hillcrest, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I have to go through 30 of these wolf guys and I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. I would just want to get to the next story beat or find that next moment with a character or with Dina or Jesse. And, and that's how I felt after watching the show. Cause that Bill and Frank episode oof, totally changed how the last of a story could be told. And I think that if, if Naughty Dog leans more into that and less more of, and I'm only going to say this cause it's like in the wheelhouse of what made people are like less uncharted stuff. Then I think it, it, it could do something very cool. Because, like, I don't know if you felt this way, Tegan or Greg, when it comes to the, the story, like, how many big, like, bloaters and bosses can we go to? Like, I know the Rat King is this thing that's been infected forever, but you can't go any bigger than that. Uh, how, be, how many of these 
uh, car chase scenes can we do? You can't get any bigger than that. I mean, I, I think if they go the opposite way and scale down and then explore the action part in these arcade modes, I think you got something a good blend in, in my mind. Yeah, that could be great. You know what I mean? I think you you raise interesting points there, right? Where it's like, I often wonder when you're like, I don't want to go through this for Hillcrest. You just want to get the other thing. Do you think that might be because it's your second playthrough? Like, I always have such a struggle when I replay a game of like, oh, I want to get, oh, I got oh, I forgot about this That's part. A good it drags point. here. It does this. Especially if your wife's watching and you're trying to show her <laughs> the cool thing. Say, like, well, like, let me stab all these guys in the throat. Oh, she's playing the Vita. You want to see Hotline Miami? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I said that same thing to her. I was like, yeah, this way. I just killed the gamer in The Last of Us. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, maybe, maybe, but no, even, even, even when I was playing it on my own for a little bit, it just felt like, okay, like, um, I don't know, man, that's a, that's a great question that maybe I would have to sit and reflect on for myself, but I, I just feel that sometimes in, in the video game world, and I really felt this when it comes to like some of the puzzles, like there was a puzzle where the doors locked and heaven forbid, there's always doors locked in the last of us. There's a door locked. And I need to get to it, but I have to open up a garage door, let the garage thing dumpster go down the oh, ramp yeah. to then close it. And I'm like, well, well that's like, okay, I, it's a puzzle, sure. Why do I need to do that? Why can't the door just be unlocked? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it added like five minutes. You're just, you run. don't want any gameplay in this game then. No, you know what I mean? No, you don't want any gameplay. You just want to see cutscenes, watch a movie. I'm watch a movie, Sacha West. I'm just saying, be a little bit more. We could be more intimate, like that. That the cutscene from Jackson. I thought that was cool. Like we get a, a, a sense of the world. We see the children. We get to see the dance. Like I, I thought that was cool. And then like, um, you know, I'm just saying, man. There's something. I think that Last of Us show is going to change how Last of Us Part Three is played. It's a whole other discussion. I'm opening it up here, Greg. I know that, but I think it's going to change a lot. Well, I, I don't think you're wrong. I expect Last of Us Part Three to be intimate. I, I, I don't. There's always that push and pull when you're making a video game like this of trying to serve a mass audience and what do certain people want out of it. And like, don't get me wrong, you know, you're talking to the Life is Strange guy, right? You're talking to the Gone Home guy. I love a good intimate story with very little gameplay. I don't <laughs> mind. But I think there is that audience that does want a Rat King, a monster, a, um, whatever it's going to be on the other side. Whereas I think, True. yeah, getting it smaller and having it be what are we facing? What, and not to mention, what is this outbreak going to look like? years from now when we get back to it and what's happening in the world i'll be interesting because eventually you're getting there they're getting there eventually gotta go somewhere ladies and gentlemen this has been our review remember of course like i said uh playstation sent us these codes so ftc don't get mad at us they send them for review that's how it works uh last of <laughs> us part two remastered i give it a five out of five sancho gives it a five out of five light four out of five and i appreciate that uh lightweight gaming if people don't know who you are, where to keep up with you, where should they go? You can find me over on YouTube at Lightweight Gaming. L-I-T-E. Ah, there it is. Sancho West. You can find me on all things Sancho West. Um, I mentioned already I will be streaming the No Return live on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Sancho West tomorrow. I don't know if school will happen for my children, but I'll figure it out. Um, but I will have two uploads before the release. Well, I will have uploads daily going up to the release of like a Ellie run that I had, Joel run, and then I'll knock out an Abby run before nice. uh, the 19th. So if you want to see that, and I go through the commentary of why I'm making this decision, why am I using this, and I give you tips uh, along the way so you don't have like an awful no return experience out the gate. Because if you get a hunted and infected, don't do what Greg does. Just hide. Just hide, man. No, do what I do. It's a, I'm going to be streaming it on the day this goes up Tuesday. So you'll see me do it, too. All right. You'll see what it's all about. Hide, brother. Don't Get do out it. of here. Don't listen to him. And I won't be doing it because mine will be, here's what don't you're not supposed to do. <laughs> Learn from all of my mistakes. Don't do don't any of the do things I'm things. doing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, this has been PS. I love you. XOXO, your PlayStation conversation. We're live usually each and every Friday for you. Remember, if you love what we do, please support us with a kind of funny membership on Patreon or YouTube. YouTube, where of course you get each and every episode ad free you can watch us record all the podcasts live as we record them embargoes pending and of course you'd get the daily video greg vlog called greg way until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you